Welcome to episode seven of Pop Cannon. That's Pop Cannon with a K. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. Yeah, we're all here. Uh, it's our first episode since August. So uh, what are we talking about today, guys? Nothing has happened. <laughs> In the time that has passed, nothing has taken place that is worth note, except Marvel's Netflix series is is series series lack there. It's just it's just series. Just series. Like moose. Right. Right. Well, that's it then. Because that's what we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Yes. What? We're not talking about moose? No, we're not. Oh. Or Mises. What am I gonna do with all these notes? And how much we hate them to be uh yeah, because Daredevil season three just came out. But prior to that, there have been quite a few seasons, actually. Uh, you know, obviously, we had Daredevil seasons one and two. We had Jessica Jones season one, and then Luke Cage and Iron Fist season one that led into Defenders. And then out of Defenders, we had Jessica Jones season two, Luke Cage season two, Punisher. and Iron Fist season two, and Punisher. Yeah. And a Punisher and a Pear Tree. <laughs> 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 and quality has been wildly erratic. Yeah. Like a skeet shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's been all over the place. Uh, I will admit I have not seen season two of Iron Fist, but I have seen Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. And obviously The Punisher, which was phenomenal. But yeah. that I, <laughs> it's all been downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen the second season of Luke Cage or Iron Fist, but in my opinion, their first seasons didn't garner me watching the second seasons. Just an opinion. Fair not enough. forcing it on anybody. It's just a shame that the first half, the first, what did we say? It's like the first five episodes, first four episodes of Luke Cage was awesome. Yeah. And then it was just kind of, eh. Then they had the flashback episode, which I, I liked, yeah. but... That's where a lot of people uh, it, it started. It's downsided. Yeah. yeah, the the flashback episode for me was that's it took me out of the story that they were building. But he was Power Man. Yeah, I know. It's it's the whole thing. We we, we talked in yes, detail about this in, depth, in yes. our previous iteration <laughs> that you can find exclusively on YouTube. Looking for looking on our channel, hmm. our alternate timeline. Andrew, which ones have you seen? I have seen. Daredevil 1, 2, Defenders, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. I have not One. seen, yeah, I have not seen Punisher, <gasps> Luke Cage 2, Iron Fist 2, Jessica Jones 2, <gasps> nor have I seen the majority of Daredevil 3. <laughs> uh, but damn, those first four episodes were good. Why am I ask? Why are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> no. Why, Brian? Because he's physically here. That's why. <laughs> Um, every group needs a weak link. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're you're stealing my spotlight here, Andrew. <laughs> um, so I have seen all of them. Uh, so Jordan just got one up on you with Iron Fist. So I'll just say that I definitely liked Iron Fist a lot more than season one. I know that's a super low bar. Um, Iron Fist season one was one of the worst seasons of uh, seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. But uh, I thought season two was actually really solid. It was only 10 episodes. And uh, I think that helped a lot. Um, it didn't have much of a dip. 
I thought it was solid for like the first five episodes. So that's half the half the season right there. And then it had a little bit of a dip for like three episodes and then came back for the end. But um, but regardless of what I thought of it or who has or hasn't seen it, it's gone. <laughs> Canceled. That's right. Uh, Netflix has announced that they have canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage, surprisingly. Luke yeah. Cage, genuinely shocked that they canceled that one. But the I, the only reason I could see them doing that is we're getting Heroes for Hire with, so, with Daughters of the Dragon. Right. So so that's what I hope happens. I, yeah. um, when Iron, So Iron Fist was canceled first about like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was an, there was actually like a, I don't know necessarily a press release, but there were actually like quotes from Marvel about that, that they, they, they officially wrote up something where it's like, you know, the immortal Iron Fist will return. And then one week later they canceled Luke Cage and they did not have the same sort of uh, release for that. They said, oh yeah, Luke Cage is canceled. Like that's basically all they said. They didn't say Luke, the, the power man will power on, you know, or something like that. Um, I don't think. I think they planned on canceling Iron Fist after season two came out, and maybe they saw that it got no views. I don't know. Um, I remember telling you guys that when I tried to find season two uh, after it had been out for like maybe three weeks, mm-hmm. I had a hard time finding it under any of the categories that you would think. Like because you watched Luke Cage, boy, I thought it would have been under there. <laughs> uh, TV <laughs> TV shows based on comic book characters, sure shit, thought it would have been under there. Netflix originals. I thought it would be under there. No, I had to go back to my list and find it on there. So that, uh, and of course, then as soon as I got watched, I so I got done watching it a couple days later. Then it was now it was canceled. So yeah. that made sense. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. They tried to bury it. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So, um, so I think yeah, I think that I think they saw that coming. But Luke Cage, what I read, and nothing's been confirmed. Uh, but what I've read is that there were arguments in the writer's room about how to proceed with it with season three that it was in pre-production it was not in production um and that netflix marvel was just like you know what let's just let's just stop this now so i hope i hope that's where they're going that it's heroes for hire and uh daughters of the dragon because in iron fist season two they pushed they pushed misty knight uh and colleen wing teaming up a lot in that oh, yeah? in that season it was cool um yeah there were episodes where they were just together doing stuff so i feel like they've laid the groundwork for that um and obviously the um when in luke's kate luke cage season two when danny shows up for that one of the only good episodes of that season um (laughs) well maybe not one of the only good but one of the better (laughs) maybe the best of that season um they you know obviously heroes for hire seems like a slam dunk and maybe maybe they're thinking that the two shows are weak on their own, but if they combine them, it'll be the best of both of those worlds and yeah. they'll be able to press it forward. That's how I personally feel about it. I hope. I, I really like, yeah, I, I think it, I think it sucks for like, if people are going to lose their jobs from the yeah. production shutting down. But honestly, I was totally fine with each of those standalone stand, uh, seasons going away. Yeah. And then you fold the best of the production teams together. Yeah. And half of each writing room, you know, the better, Half of each writing room, absolutely, and then you you have a quality show, and you could do a thirteen episode season and not have to rely on the hell of a flashback episode to take up a, an episode and a half and right, <laughs> yeah, and fall into the the 
just generally a Netflix original trap, not just a Marvel Netflix trap of the, we have a flashback episode three quarters of the way through a season because we don't know how to progress. Right. <laughs> yeah. Halting all of the momentum. Yes. Yeah. I've never picked up an Iron Fist comic, a Luke Cage, Power Man comic or Heroes for Hire comic, but I want Heroes for Hire so fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, having seen their interactions in Defenders, even though that sucked, that, that, that limited series sucked, but just seeing their uh, interactions in that and then their interactions when uh, Danny was on that episode of Luke Cage season two, uh, it was so cool. I'm just like, yes, just do this. Just, just do yeah. this. Yeah, I... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the thing you've got to ask yourselves, though, is since Disney is ending their deal with Netflix... Right since they're starting their own streaming service, uh, you've got to wonder if they canceled it in order to put their show on their streaming service. That's possible. I know I, and I remember reading something and I've talked to a couple of coworkers about this and they read the same exact thing that, that Disney had announced that they were not pulling characters from Netflix. So that they might go back on their word with that. This just might be like the way around it, though. You know, if the shows got canceled, they're not pulling it. Yeah, it's not that they're canceling it because of that reason, but I feel like that's a factor, definitely. The cancellation is Netflix is doing; it's not Disney's. Yeah, that loopholes them into keeping their word. That's the only thing that could piss me off just as much as a Heroes for Hire not happening is Heroes for Hire happening only on the Disney streaming service. Yeah, really. Fuck that. Yeah, because there's zero that's happening for me. So yeah, <laughs> and there that's not even going to be due out until at least late 2019. So it's still at least a year away from getting that service to be a thing. Yeah. Ugh. That's a whole another. Yeah. conversation though yeah. about streaming services um yeah I, I let's just hope that doesn't happen but um you you might be right because I, I saw i that that was in with a lot of the articles when iron fist was was canceled that that was a possibility that I could go to the streaming service but i hope that that's not what happens <laughs> i really don't think disney's stupid enough to go you know what's a good flagship for our streaming service <laughs> iron fist by himself <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. i just think it would be interesting to see how it all shakes out especially with uh all the accolades that daredevil season three is acquiring Mm -hmm. and rightfully so um Mm. but so it'll be it'll be interesting to see where netflix decides to go with these series if they just decide to keep it daredevil jessica jones and punisher Mm. I really, I, I hope not because I, I honestly, I want another Defenders. As much as the first one sucked, I feel like, much like with Iron Fist Season 1, they're going to learn from that yeah. and they would make a better Defenders. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how they could have made a worse Defenders. <laughs> uh, well, maybe it's addition by subtraction. They just get rid of Iron Fist and it's infinitely better for some reason. But Luke Cage then not being, yeah. you know... I, no, they, they've, they've all four got to be together. It's because it's because that they didn't uh, it's because they didn't get Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I knew that. Yeah, you're going to say it. <laughs> I, I, I steadfastly believe that if uh, Sigourney Weaver turned into Fing Fang Foom in Defenders, we'd all have a much wildly different outlook on yeah. that show. 
Because they laid groundwork. For I know. Here. I know. The there trailer. was I know. so much. Even within the, the series. Dragon. Even within the series. She, the way that she acted with certain things. And I think there was even a, a literal situation where she turned around in a room and did something with her fucking tongue. And then I was like, she's a goddamn lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for her to just unfurl wings and fucking... Fly away. Ms. She was wearing like a like a snake skin almost. Like Ms. Weaver, if you're listening, we do not think of you as a lizard person. Robert does not speak for all of us. No, no, I don't <laughs> think she's a lizard person. I'm joking. I don't think she's a lizard person, Brian. I don't think she's a lizard person. I don't think they took over the government, Brian. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try steering the ship well, back. Can I just say something real quick? Um, just about defenders, because uh, I, I just. We, we we didn't we've never discussed it really in no. this form. We've all seen it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we all pretty much think it was crap. Yeah, yeah, more, more or less. Yeah. Okay. Well, leading into the just before you start with the, the Daredevil season three stuff, Jordan, I just want to say like one of the things that I hated about it was what they did with with uh, Matt Murdock and Daredevil as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Daredevil season two ended with him showing Karen that he was Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So let's see how that dynamic plays out. And then they totally didn't pay that off at all in Defenders. You just find out he hasn't been Daredevil, which I personally just had a huge problem with. Yeah. And then he's been doing pro bono work, which is cool. That's that's fine. Nelson and Murdoch didn't exist uh, anymore. So, And then it takes them over half the fucking episodes to get him back into the Daredevil costume, being Daredevil again. Yeah. Um, well, the avocados turned brown. <laughs> you know how quickly they go brown, those avocados. <laughs> the avocados at law. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, that, so just that, that's where I was leading into, and I'm sure you guys probably were shades of that, if not that there as well, leading into season three. Yeah. It had been so long since Defenders, when Daredevil season three started, I didn't know what ha- what they were what would ha- what happened. Mm. Yeah, how he many, was he was totally fucked up, and I was like, "How what? long after does it take place? Did they ever mention?" I don't think that there's a concrete time frame on any of it of how so separate they are. I mean, they were really beat up. So they, it yeah, been that long afterward. They give the in, in the first episode. Well, I don't know, do, do, Jordan. Did you want to say anything else before we got into season three? Uh no, I think this is a good. Okay. Transition. So yeah, season three starts you know with that you seeing exactly what happened when uh, Midland Center fell on Matt and uh, Electra, Electra, and all them them dragon bones. <laughs> that, that was an awesome opening scene with just all the fire and him falling. Uh, yeah, upside down cross yep. out of the water because I yeah. first saw that I'm like, what the fuck am I even looking at right yeah. now? It was cool, except yeah. it reminded me of the Defenders. Um, <laughs> Um, and yeah, so, you know, uh, we, we saw him at the end of Defenders. He was in a, in a church, it looked like, you know, mm-hmm. being attended mm-hmm. to by a nun. Um, and so that's basically where the, the first episode starts up after you see him having come out of, a, I guess, a sewer pipe or something like that, mm-hmm. a drainage pipe, mm-hmm. um, and wash up on the shore. And really convenient that, uh, <laughs> father, what's his face? Lantern. Thank you. Found him there. This- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he said to someone, whoever did find him. I thought he said, "Bring me to." I thought, and yeah, then yeah. and then they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 
Um, way to go. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was like a. Watch um, it on a plane. Over <laughs> it was a. I don't know. It was just some person that had been there, and he just said, "Get me to whatever church." Yeah. And they oh, got him I to just thought church. it was him. I don't know why I thought it was mm-hmm. the, the priest. But yeah, so they throughout that first episode, while he's convalescing, um, they make mention that it's been months, mm-hmm. it's been weeks. Like they, they they give you a time frame of like how long he's been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they eventually were like, you know, well, you got to go because yeah. you know, um, been here for too long, right? And you're yeah, taking. No. A- but even but even Karen has been paying Matt's rent. Well, oh yeah, for for his apartment, yeah. right? Which was a whole thing. Yeah. So that's another time frame indication that it's been at least two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she's keeping his rent alive so he has a place to go. Right. While she, they don't even know if he's alive or dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. I guess she's just thinking, like, from a hopeful standpoint, right. like, well, maybe he'll be back. Maybe he'll be back. Yeah. Somehow it's the believer in Karen Page <laughs> as this season goes on. <laughs> well so uh well, let's just talk about overall thoughts i guess like you know what did you think about the season um i said to you guys and i firmly believe that this season of daredevil is the best season of marvel's netflix anything uh and i think it's head and shoulders situation where i don't think anything even compares the emotional weight the the action and just the the tension throughout mm-hmm. is just unbelievable. And when it finally ended, I felt like I could finally breathe. Yeah. So I I think Daredevil season three is the best series that they've done so far. I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, I loved pretty much every episode. Um, it didn't. There was no lull for me Mm, mm -hmm. there 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 was the flashback episode however that even yeah it was like it wasn't a traditional netflix flashback episode where it halted all the momentum no it was like maybe half the episode was dedicated to the flashback and it jumped right back into the main story which and and in the flashback it was well done Yeah, Yeah. to the point where a lot happens, there's a lot of emotions coming out of it, and then you get thrown right back into the situation at hand, which was really tense and really emotional. The most unsettling scream I've heard a male actor do in any work of fiction ever, when Karen's dad, you know, Uh yeah, so we'll get there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. I thought it was, I thought it was the best the best season that they've done, uh, they being the Marvel Netflix. Um, I, I really love Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one and Daredevil season two, almost all, not exactly equally, but I thought those are, I, I love those seasons, mm-hmm. but this is by far better than that. Yeah. I still prefer, like, I really, I really love Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people shut on because it's just like, oh, more ninjas. Yay, more ninjas. But to me, Daredevil is fighting Kingpin, fighting Bullseye, fighting the hand. So the hand shit I thought was fucking great. Yeah. I loved it. And and season season two is 
that the first four episodes of oh, that or, yeah. or a short film. Yeah, basically. Like with, with Punisher. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't fault them for that. And then how they tied it back in at the end. Yeah. That was, I, I loved season two. And I didn't think that I was skeptical that they would be able to top it. Yeah. And they came out of this one swinging oh, for the absolute fences. And they just went as dark as possible, as emotionally heavy as possible, and as just overwhelmingly tense Mm -hmm. like there were so many i i literally towards the end of the season i think welled up twice and actually cried one time because there was so much happening absolutely and and out of season one daredevil i had a slight affinity for wilson fisk Uh because i like i'd like villains in general yeah i like when they're written well and wilson fisk is phenomenally written but going through this season, I've I lost all of that, uh, but not in a bad way. No. But like they did the work to make you go seriously. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they really went for it. Right. Where you're like, no, he's an absolute villain, and I can't actually root for him. Right. Because when yeah, no, the first season they they try and they try and get you into like he's sympathetic. In yeah. Some way. Right. And this they just absolutely. No sympathy. He's no. just a bastard. Yeah. Oh my he god, is such a bastard. Such oh my god, such a there was piece of shit. everything that happens this season is just fuck him. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, and it escalates. It escalates in such a fashion, absolutely, where you're just like, well, if if he dies, he dies. Like, who cares? Like, you yeah. know, I'm like literally, like kill him. <laughs> Do it. Good. Yeah. Let's do that. I'm, I was with Matt like the entire time. And like Foggy's idea was like, we'll get him locked up. I'm like, fuck you, Foggy. You're wrong. And then Matt almost says the exact same thing. Right. And I'm like, yes, I got it. We're <laughs> together on this one. You murder that bastard. <laughs> um, but back to like generally, like, so you had said, like, you know, it didn't have any dips or anything like that. And I agree. But I also think that this season, um, again, while it was far and away their their the best Marvel Netflix season. It's the slowest season. Yeah, it's, it's the least action packed. Yeah, um, there is action in it. It's sparse, episode but when four. it happens, yeah, episode four, we'll get there. <laughs> oh. oh boy! Uh, but when it happens, it's it's intense yeah. and it's brutal and it's protracted. So um, you know, it, I don't think they they had the ability for it to have the the, the typical Netflix Marvel dip. Right, because it just was a very slow, methodical season. Yeah, and even in the even in the episodes and scenes where it was slower and there was a lot more talking going on than anything, all of that stuff mattered. Mm-hmm. Where in some of these other ones, you could have been on your phone for twenty minutes and really not miss anything. Right. Where in this, it's like, what did he say? Yeah, yeah. I had to rewind it. Right? I, I have to do that too. Sometimes. What did yeah. he? Say? He had to. So that's what's good, and then it and then it further pays itself off. Maybe three episodes down the road, right, where you get another piece of that puzzle because there's a lot of things going on. Oh, absolutely, there's so many balls in the air, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, yeah. what did you think of the first four episodes? I thought they were great. Now that you mention it, <laughs> um, yes, I've only seen the first four episodes of the show, but I mean, I just with those, I'm I'm already blown away because. The, like I said, the the opening was very eye catching, and then you get the everything when he's gone deaf in oh. one of his ears, and mm. then you're like, wow. So, yeah, he's done. Yeah, and he can't be there. Oh, yeah. he can't hear. 
So it was also cool because I was listening to it on the plane and I had my headphones in and the right headphone was muted. Oh. Oh. I think the right headphone was muffled. Were you LARPing? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was, and I would kind of take it out. Like, yeah. wait a minute, yeah. So that That's was awesome. that was just kind of a cool way to watch it. Like when he's talking to um, the sister, mm -hmm. yeah, and just walking through the hallway. I'm like, wait, what? What did she say? That's so, great. That was really cool. That's great that they played with the uh, the stereo in that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's so cool. But um, Fuck. <laughs> and then just, I mean, it's definitely the darkest. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. And 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 you. <laughs> Did, no I'm 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 telling you, you didn't even scratch the surface of the darkness. He, no, he wanted a guy to kill him. For the That's not even. <laughs> it gets so much darker. <laughs> like just when you think that, like, like if you think that was dark, you have no idea. Your heart's gonna hurt. No, <laughs> that's how dark it gets. <laughs> but it's but it's an emotional kind of yeah, darkness. Yeah, you, it's you, not even like you feel all of it. It's not like yeah. it's just. Oh no, okay. none of it's gratuitous. Yeah. It's all it. There's payoff for all of it. Yeah. it's all. It feels natural. Yeah, you know? it's not just darkness. We're like brood. Do right. it. Right. We yeah. want you to brood. No, it's in every in every character. Smoke. Every character <laughs> gets the dark. Every character carries oh, absolutely. A, a certain amount of darkness with them some of them it's an incredible amount of darkness um, ben poindexter that's what i that's what i want to get to is like can, we, can we just start getting into the spoilers for yeah. for, yeah. for andrew and yeah. for everyone else who hasn't watched it so so bullseye yeah night. <laughs> so so agent uh poindexter yeah. Agent Ben. Or maybe Dex. AKA Dex. Maybe the darkest villain that we've gotten in the Netflix series yet. In a in a way that like they make you feel bad for him and then you don't. Well, the whole... And then you do. Yeah. And then you don't again. And then you do. Well, just that whole reveal when he's talking to the, the therapist. He's like, you know, I have this girl and this is this night and we do pizza and she eats broccoli and all that. And he's just fucking staring at her. He's stalking her. Oh. They don't talk. The wow. pale gaze. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, oh, no. And he's eating the same pizza. She the same pizza. Uh, the exact same pizza. From the place. With yeah. that smile. Oh. With that creepy as fuck smile that I we've all had, of course, yeah. because we're all degenerates. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> each time we've stalked who hasn't, who hasn't stalked a girl and ate the pizza she was eating? <laughs> who hasn't? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I can't remember the episodes that you worked through. Four. Have you gotten to the where Fisk is starting to get involved with Dex? There. Did you see the 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 kind of the the, the, the flash. pseudo flashbacks yeah. to Dex's childhood? No. Okay. No. Oh. So, last thing was. <laughs> is it like? Is it like how? Uh, are they going comic origin? Or I don't remember which which. I don't his, know. I don't know what his comic origins is. Where he has are, a brother so and he has an abusive father. No. No. No, no, they went a completely, because... completely different way. He, yeah, his, so his abusive mother. Basically, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they just gender swapped it. <laughs> we fixed. Basically, <laughs> how how I read this is that they kind of went that he's the dark, dark, dark daredevil. Yeah. He's, he's a he's a dark reflection of Matt. Yeah. Because they're both orphans, basically. Um. I can't remember what they said that his parents died from a car crash or something. I or... think so. Yeah. So where Matt always had people 
show up in his life and help him right and then leave him mm-hmm. dex had people just never engage him so he was completely alone until he found um he had a coach when he was a baseball that was pitcher. and yeah that was and that's that. where you find out about his incredible aim right because his coach takes him out and he's close to having a perfect game in his little league baseball game and uh he gets angry with his coach and he th- takes the ball and, and, and throws it at like the backstop or something yeah, yeah it was and a it, pole a pole, and it ricochets and hits the coach in the neck and kills him. Hard enough to kill him. Yeah. Kills him dead. Oh, that's cool. Good. I mean, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, like, it's really cool. I mean, well, murder's awesome. I know but, like, he's also friends. clearly a psychopath. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, because the kid felt absolutely no empathy about it. But no. Well, it was just he was a baseball player, and he was pitching a perfect game. It was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. It's boring. And then he beamed. He hit, you know, beanball to the batter and killed him. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. So that's they not, utilize. That's not that far Yeah, off. they so utilize that. Yeah. Um, and then when he's talking to a therapist about what happened, she's asking him for specifics. And, and he just was like, well, he's mean to me. So, like, he didn't, he didn't feel anything he's just, for He's just, he's just a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just a jerk. He's a jerk. So, like, killed him. Yeah. And, and so, like, the therapist, like, writes down, like psychopathic tendencies and stuff yeah. like this. And then I think she also wrote like um personality dissociative disorder or something yeah. like yeah. that. She just Dis- she listed like disassociative, yeah. And she listed like three or four things just on his notepad and then they have an interaction where he gets mad at her and she kind of instead of pulling back she kind of just so they, they show that he, he, he's grown up with this therapist, basically, yeah. to like a, a young man. She's and, the only thing that's helped him, right. ever. Almost as if she's his constant. Um, no! <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Uh, uh, but you see, you see in this... First, how they did this was really cool. I thought it wasn't going to be cool when I first saw how they were doing it. Because basically, you're in... Wilson Fisk has been uh, released from prison... Um, under house arrest kind of in at this this penthouse amazing penthouse of the presidential hotel in new york and so he's you can already tell he's got all his little spider webs out oh nope nope wrong wrong. (laughs) that's my um he's got all of his his fingers yeah uh, his fingers out into a lot of shit so he's getting fingers from from the hand yes oh no wait no 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 (laughs) his billy clothes (laughs) his suit his suit is his cufflinks no he doesn't have his cufflinks um no. So he's 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 got a lot of shit going on already and he's getting things that he probably shouldn't be getting in a situation where he was under house arrest but he gets all of Dex's files. Yeah. And as you see him start to go through it it turns black and white mm-hmm. and you he sees what's going on. Phil Fisk Wilson Fisk sees what's going on in the the penthouse with him so. in like a in like a, a christmas carol sort of yeah way, a little bit where he's like watching these things take place right. and they're almost in the setting yeah but they're still in his penthouse and hmm. at first i was like i don't know about this but then it just kept going i was like oh this is it's actually super, really cool super oh, I, cool huh? i loved it i loved that sequence yeah yeah so you see the therapist and a young dex and then you see a, 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 the therapist with a slightly older dex and she is clearly not doing well. She's got like 
the oxygen, the oxygen and, yeah. and so forth. And she's talking about how he will have to have other constants in his life, uh, shining points of light and stuff like that. And a new North star. Yeah. And you know, that she's not going to be around. And so he, he doesn't necessarily attack her. He gets in her face, gets right in her face in a really menacing way. And she's just like, are you trying to scare me right now? I thought this, I I just thought this whole thing was really cool. And, and he's like, no, I, 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 I want to kill you. And she's like, why do you want to kill me? Because you're dying because you're leaving me. Like, Oh man. I mean, I'm not a psychopath, but, um, (laughs) but I felt it. (laughs) (laughs) Or am I? <laughs> yeah, I, got, he, I gotta go. He, really he working this out on air. Right? <laughs> We're having a moment here. Uh, and when when that happened, you just kind of see that without her, he's not gonna he's not gonna have a, a good like you already knew that this kid was damned from from yeah. earlier, but with that interaction, you know it's he's he's really really up shit's creek mentally. And then we we go from that back to Wilson Fisk sitting with all the shit in front of him and you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> person is like, oh, I just have to minorly manipulate him and take all the people that he might care about out of his life. Easy. <laughs> so <laughs> score! Yeah. I've got a hit man. Yeah. And he Yeah. Kingpin. And then and then so the situation with uh Dex after that is that we is it in the same episode or is it later on that we see him uh holding a job as a person on the suicide hotline yeah, so, oh, yeah. that's the same episode so if you were to dial 1-800 stop me from killing myself dex picks up the fucking phone jesus christ and he goes and he's got a script that he's got to read and then he there's a clear indication that he is going off script and convincing these people to kill themselves yes and it is exciting for him <laughs> but also he's he's using some of the stuff the therapist taught him right. like to pretend that you're sympathetic and empathetic and stuff like hard. that. Really hard. Yeah. He says that I, they reuse that line uh-huh. at least five or six times yeah. with him saying stuff to people because the, the therapist told him to, to utilize empathy and go just like acknowledge that they have it hard. So he's like, man, that's hard for you. That must be really hard. And he says that six or seven times in the, in the, in the yeah. series. Because that's all he knows how to do. <laughs> Good lord! Yeah. He knows how to f- he knows how to fake empathy, yeah. not actually have it. <laughs> yeah, like a psychopath or a yes. sociopath. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, that's when you're introduced to a girl that he likes oh, named Julie. Julie. Oh, no. she's- and it's the girl who eats the pizza. Yes. yes. You find out that it's the girl that eats the pizza is his boss or. Manager, she worked, she, yeah, she worked yeah. at the suicide hotline with supervisor him. or something like yeah. that. And he only worked at the suicide hotline for one year, and she worked there for three. And he knew that she worked there for three, and she never told him how long she'd worked there. Did she ever like interact with him? Or... So in passing, so oh yeah, at the suicide hotline, yeah, yeah, the, because she was a supervisor. Yeah, she had she had interaction with him, but uh, it's it's <laughs> you know. You, you start to see Fisk's manipulation because in the presidential hotel, because Poindexter is the FBI agent covering right. Fisk, he's down at the bar and you see Julie like right behind him. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. How is she there? What happened? And you find out that it's her first day on the job. She just got a new job at the presidential hotel. What are the chances? <laughs> got offered a lot of money to leave her current bartending job to be a waitress here. 
And of course, he sees it as kismet. And <laughs> uh, you want to go get a drink or something? Or yeah, because yeah. he couldn't believe that she was there. So they go on a date. Does not go well. <laughs> <laughs> One thing leads to another. He fumbles over his words. He gets his stories all mixed mixed up. <laughs> He's like, you, you he's don't like, have a dog. And she's like, how do you know I don't have a dog? And he's like, you worked there for three years. I know everything about you. <laughs> I also he's pizza. <laughs> he he's like, this go. isn't what it looks like. Yeah, he completely unravels. His face turns red. And it's in that moment, I don't feel bad for him. But at the same time, right. there's like, you feel like the situation has become super embarrassing for him. Super... Like, he didn't mean for it to be that. Right. But he needed, because he knew she was a good person. Yeah. So he literally was stalking her and pretending to use her as his North Star. Right. In his head, they had a great relationship. Right. But he's terrifying. So he's terrifying. And yeah. then oh, yeah. he grabs hold of her and then she's like, let me go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. yeah. And then he gets like, because he realizes he's in public and he can't just be grabbing people. All yeah. I could see was just hashtag me too comes up on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he just, Oh yeah. my God. He feels like there's no boundaries between them, but they're, they don't even know each other. Right. He, he knows so much about her and he's so interested in talking so, to so her. Creepy. Yeah. So fucking unsteadily. Yeah. yeah. But it's all because of Fisk because yeah. Fisk is pulling the strings. He is. He's the fucking Finn. And as the series progresses, mm -hmm. you really start to realize how much control Fisk actually has, oh. especially whilst being under house arrest and in the custody of the FBI. With their help? Yeah. Well, just that whole scene in episode four, if we may. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Matt Murdock goes to the prison after oh, fucking God. stealing Foggy's wallet. Yeah. And just Foggy hadn't seen him in however long he was missing. Uh, I, yeah. I, it's probably going to be like six months. Yeah, Foggy hasn't seen him for that by the long. Time, by the time that we get to that episode, it's probably been six months. And and he's like Matt, like he can't believe that he's seeing him. He's like, Are you really here? Well, Foggy's drunk. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. So so Matt like reveals himself and he hugs him and he's just like, he says something to him or whatever. It doesn't even really matter what right. he says. It was he was only going there to steal Foggy's wallet, right. to steal his uh, his bar ID, right. so he could get into the prison. The prison, you like that, he which just... is a horrible plan. Yeah, was it Rikers? Uh, they didn't. I, I don't know. think they I said. Well, whatever. I just, anyway, I just like that he's just eh, fuck it. Leaves his, leaves his glasses. He yeah, walks sick, and it's just walking down yeah. the street now. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a that was an interesting episode for a lot of reasons. Um, that he just kind of put the blind guy aside for a second and yeah. it was just being like, wow, that, it was, that was, it was jarring. There's yeah. no more Matt. At that point, He's yeah. just their double of it. Yeah. yeah. But he, when he just gets in the cab and he's just like, leave her running, I'll be right back. He goes in. He was not right back. Oh, God, <laughs> that whole sequence when he, I mean, because I knew when he had to go get checked out, when the yeah. guy punched him in the face and he went to get checked, I was like, I know some big shit's going to happen. Did not expect yeah, that that much. That whole scene, because yeah, they're going for I, I guess once a series they, or once a season they do the the long the, one, the long take. Yeah, the the old boy treatment, the quote unquote long take. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and they just when they they were like, oh, we just need you to fill out some paperwork, really procedural. Yeah. And they led him deeper 
and deeper into the prison labyrinth. I was like, oh boy, just walking him further and further and further in. So that was a great episode, but I really feel like that's where the writing, like just one of the few critiques I have, I don't think Matt would have been that stupid. Yeah. That was a really dumb fucking decision. I, my, the way that I saw it was more like he didn't really have any other choice and he needed to get in there to do that. It was his desperation took over more than yeah. any other thing in his brain. That's and he it's not like he could have just gone in as Matt Murdock, you know. Yeah. That's why he stole Foggy's identity. Nobody <laughs> nobody knew he was alive. And, and he wanted he to keep it that way. And he didn't have he pretended to not have a picture ID on well, him. So that that brings up an interesting point. So um unlike say like in uh Batman Superman and Justice League, you know, Superman's dead, so is Clark Kent. No one knows if Matt Murdock's dead or not. They, he's just been missing. Right. Yeah. So he could have just shown up. Yeah. He yeah. could have just been Matt Murdock. And they would have been like, hey, where you been? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, but also he probably didn't want a record of Matt Murdock being there. Fair enough. But just when he walks in and then the guy attacks. It's like I knew the guy was going to attack him when he gets him a little bit. Oh, the, uh, the fucking sedative. syringe. And then he just fucking unloads on the guy and then fucking wilson fisk yeah it's just like hey man yeah what uh what Sup, you doing? bro what you doing? <laughs> got some stuff going on there in the jail huh i see you lol <laughs> and at that point Fox. you and then you yeah. immediately know like fisk is totally in control because before that he was still in fbi custody and you're just questioning, like, how does how is he able to do all of this? And that's the first time you see Fisk behind the in the chair with the monitors, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and then that, so it's revealed later on that the room he's sitting in is down an incredibly long staircase from his penthouse in a secret door in his closet. So that when the FBI looks at his ankle bracelet location, it says it's, it's in, in his, his bedroom because he's just directly underneath his bedroom. In a in a in a room with a bunch of monitors where he can watch the people he needs to, including them. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Back to that. Back to episode okay. four, though. But so, yeah, that that sequence was amazing. Um, oh, that fight! Just, it was the, just... the, the 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 all the different fighting and all the interaction. Like it was all, it was a really well uh, edited, choreographed. Um, I personally didn't like it as much as the season two. Uh, uh, Pun- Punisher and yeah. well, starts up on the roof with Punisher, you know, one batch, two batch, painting diamond, then it goes yeah. into the stairwell, goes into the hallway, then goes down in the el- uh, where the elevator <laughs> did. So I love that one the most, but it was episode four of this was really good. And they like he Matt was using so much stuff in his environment, and it was he was there was zero concern for their well being. Right, yeah, just tossing people he like was head first into brick walls. The brick the the. The table in in the hospital room. He just cracked that dude's neck off of it. Like, bang, done. I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. (laughs) When he kicks the shit out of the three inmates, and then he's walking down the hallway, and it's the guys in SWAT gear. Oh my god, the riot. Yeah, the riot gear. And he just gets in and just wailing on him, and then just stares and looks at the guy, and then just one more knocks him out. Mm -hmm. And and then as as they break to have that conversation, Uh light it up. Oh, the with the with the uh, with the Albanian, right? Yes, that was great yeah. because it pulls you back into the why he's there, yep. and then immediately puts you right back out, right into it. 
that whole scene when he's just pulling him through. Oh my god, dude! It was so. It was there was such a stabbed in the neck and as yeah, there's such a build to like oh my god, oh my god, I got a civilian. Yeah, shot shot so well. Yeah. Meanwhile, Matt is getting his ass kicked. It's not even like he's handling it well. He's on whatever sedative they put in him. He's still like fighting through all that, and then he gets the episode ends and he gets into the back of the the taxi. Right. Yeah. And then it's, it's like just go. and then it ends. He passes out. And then it ends. Yes. Episode five. Yes. He's in the back of the taxi. It's not the same driver. Nope. No. I see. I saw the beginning of episode okay. five. I've okay. seen that scene. Oh, okay. So because the reveal is that like, we thought minute. he was safe, <laughs> and he definitely wasn't. Just, wait a minute. After Brandon. all of that, and off the pier you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. So it shoots that's where off. I stopped watching. Okay. Right when he flies off the pier. Oh my god, dude! And then. Later on, they find Foggy's ID in in the taxi, which implicates him in the prison thing because the taxi left the prison, uh-huh. and like it, everything starts to overlap in a way that you're like, "How the fuck do they get out of this?" And the uh, and in that same episode, Fisk reviews the footage. Yeah, and you hear him say, "How can a blind man fight so well?" Yeah, yeah, and then he that's where he starts to yeah. piece that together. Yeah. Let's let's uh, fast forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a big thing that happens, and I think it's my favorite scene in the entire season. Yes, absolutely. This is what the one I want to talk about. Yeah, go. go. So, Karen is on her wits' end mm-hmm. after the death of uh, her like coworkers, star witness, and the coworkers, and she loses her job, and she tries to go home, but they won't let her go home. She has a terrible relationship with her father. So she's at her wit's end. So her idea is to go to Fisk's penthouse while he's still there and locked up to get an interview with Fisk. I want so they let her exclusive about his mother. Yeah. Yeah. A profile. A profile on Fisk's mother is how she gets in the door. So she's in there. She gets in there. It's super tense. They're face to face. He like asks her to sit down across from him it's very uncomfortable he's very uncomfortable she's very uncomfortable but her whole plan was to get him so wound up and riled up that he would attack her because if he commits any sort of any sort of felony Violent, or misdemeanor yeah. on uh just while he's in custody he, he goes back to prison so she was so like, that's i'll let the biggest strongest man i've ever seen in my life assault me that's plan a for Karen, she just doesn't give a fuck. Anymore. She doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, but like but at the same time, like I said, like she's at her wits' end. She, like she, she pretty much lost her job. You know, she lost all of her friends. She's got a terrible family life. She's got nothing. So in her mind, this was the only way. And I think what the producers are really going for is that every woman wants to be just completely manhandled <laughs> by a very large, big, bald, white man. <laughs> Sorry. I think you're just... reading subtext in front of there, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Um... So, so throughout their conversation, she's basically like, I'm not here about your mother, uh-huh. but I know you, I know you murdered your father, and I knew that you murdered Ben Urich. Because I was also with him when we visited your mother. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, the tension's winding up already, right? And she, so you think, like, that's it. <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps needling him about his mother. And he keeps 
Yeah, he's he's got Vincent D'Onofrio in this scene. Actually, both of them, uh, Deborah Ann Wall as well. Both of them in this scene, um, so great because mm-hmm. he's he's got facial tics that he's putting there that, you, that little... it's just. Mm-hmm. And he literally like when she said, uh, "I know you murdered your father" or something like that. He like <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's the, the fucking the Men in Black monster that he's like. <laughs> She can tell that he's not going to break. Yeah. Tell that she's not getting what she needs. So, yeah. So (laughs) she asks him, she starts playing it up too. She's like, oh, that's a shame what happened to your buddy. uh, What's his name? Wesley. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And and immediately the realization on his face his whole demeanor changes like it goes cold and she's just like he didn't disappear i killed him and immediately like he's how many times did he get shot his 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 six cheek seven his cheek is twitching yeah he starts twitching and and And, yeah she's like she's like i shot him seven times and it would have been more but i emptied the clip on him jesus yeah first of all Fuck yeah, Karen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I always wondered how they were going to, because they kept it, the rest of season one and all of season two did not do anything. With it. I wondered what that payoff was going to be. And boy, did we get it. Because this, this scene was, I think it was one of the best of the, of the season. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, this is my favorite. He's, and then, so he, he gets frustrated and he's just like, and fucking. And he's, yeah, and, he stands ah! up. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately the FBI comes in. Uh, along with Foggy, because Foggy figured out that what she was going to do, do that, and stopped her from doing it, because he probably would have killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and Foggy was like, "I told the FBI that you were there to kill him." That's why she got. Be- they came in and they arrested her, right? To basically make her to start keep her, her, yeah, to yeah. get her out of there <laughs> safely, because <laughs> Fisk was literally like <laughs> about to murder her. Like he so- could he could have. Put a, a red lantern ring on. Like, <laughs> so, so Karen Page becomes target El Numero Uno yeah. <laughs> for Fisk. Uh, she and she decides to GTFO. Yeah, understandable. Um, go find the Punisher. Get his help or something. I, you know, so I'm so glad. <laughs> so that can we get to that a little later? <laughs> But we're here now, Brian. Okay, fine. Let's get into it. I just, so, right, so yeah. I really, it yeah, bothered my critiques. It, it bothered me. Yeah. That, because you haven't, you haven't even watched Punisher, right? Right. Karen's in Punisher. I knew, yeah, I knew A that. And he's, he becomes throughout that season very protective of Karen. Yes. Um, And he, he, uh, damsel in distress rescues her at least twice in that season. Um, And I don't want to talk about that season specifically. Just the idea that, he exists. He has a an affinity for Karen at at least an appreciation, and, I right? Think. But yeah, and, and she's in extreme danger, and he's the fucking Punisher, and he's the mother fucking Punisher, and and no and... point does she even shoot a text his way to say, "Hey, Frank, if you're not busy jerking off somewhere." <laughs> No, he, he does. He can't. It, he, it would be it would be too furious. He would rip his dick off. There. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pennies, dimes, pennies, dimes, batches. Um, take this batch. Everything <laughs> leaves me. <laughs> Even um, this 
so yeah, that that absolutely is is one of the criticisms I have. It was Punisher. Yeah. Also, so now, so lack at, thereof. So at at the end of end of Iron Fist season two, Iron Fist is out in Asia with with Ward. So Iron Fist is not in the picture during this season. Okay. Age is in Queens. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, is, yeah, it's in Harlem. Harlem sorry, yeah. is in Harlem. Jessica Jones is somewhere. Yeah. Now Daredevil shows up and starts killing people. I would have thought they know that, him. That at yeah. least one of them would have been like, "Hey, Matt, why are you fucking killing people now?" Yeah, yeah. Like, just I mean, in like, yeah, also yeah, yeah. They they didn't know he was back yeah. at that point. Daredevil killing people that made news. That 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 was yeah. There was no, and that was a big focal no point. Way Jessica Jones doesn't hear that, right? I could maybe that would have been national news, right? Maybe <laughs> Luke, maybe Luke Cage doesn't hear about it. Somehow, yeah. or however they left season right. two, but Jessica and Jones is on the ground. She even, absolutely hears. Even if he did hear, even yeah. if he did hear about it, he's a crime boss now, so maybe he doesn't want to go find yeah. oh, his, his crime fighter friend. Sweet, but oh, Jessica sweet. Jones absolutely would have gone and fucking yeah. talked to Matt, or even or Punisher. To, sorry, sorry, no, just try to find him. Why wouldn't Punisher show up and be like, "Hey, Red, hey, hey Red, so, see, we're on the same side." All of right, yeah, now. like brother, brother, yeah. and then they forearm high so, five. That that is that is one of the few critiques I have is that. That shit is not believable. But again, you forget about it. You totally within within the context of watching episode to episode, you totally do not think about it at all. It's just after you no. you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's Punisher? Where's Luke Cage? But anyway, I I'm I'm glad we got that out because yeah. I'm so glad that you said of all the people that said it, you didn't even watch Punisher, you're like, Where's Punisher at? So Yeah. So go to Clinton Church, Father Lantham says, Karen, you should come up and it's a mass. Even though if you're not Catholic, that's fine. You know, we accept everybody. Yeah, it's good to be good to get in touch with your spiritual side. And so Father Lantham starts giving a homily, and the camera is very centered on him and from behind him. And I was like, "Huh, okay, interesting uh-huh. framing." And Dex shows up. Karen Page. He just kicks the door open of the church. In Daredevil garb. Like not even trying to. Not even trying to hide it. Is he? Dressed like Daredevil. Daredevil. Absolutely. Yeah. And then people the, are like, he's back! And the they devil, freak and they... The devil has shown up in a church. Yeah. 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 Um, and holy shit, that fight scene. Yep. Like, I imagine Matt gets there. Yeah. yeah he's, about, he's, about, he's about to kill Karen and Matt shows up and, and they start kicking each other's ass. Uh, Dex, for somehow, I, I mean, he's an FBI agent, so he's got combat training, but also maybe... Being a psychopath, that he was a marine too. He said oh, yeah, before ex-military, so he can take a punishment. But boy, does he take a beating! Yeah, just and Matt just kicked the ever loving shit out of him. It's the the great thing about it is that they they show you in such a way that when they're close up hand to hand, Dex has almost no shot. Right. Yeah. But when As they when there's a small separation, and he can grab anything. and he can grab anything. Be it breaking the church pew and fucking throwing it, grabbing the <laughs> collection plate. Yeah. And, oh my and god! It. The, the, the collection plate. Fucking <laughs> fucking right in the face, knocks him over the pew. <laughs> so fucking great. Yeah. You see the money go flying. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know it's a great. Um, there's such a great little a bit in there. That's. But Dex does get the upper hand in fighting sometimes. Sometimes. And, and gets Matt on his back and then goes to kill Karen. And you see the shot. Karen's looking at the camera, and her shot, like a surprise, Father Lantham jumped in front of it. Dead. He saved Karen. Yeah, he, he saved, saved Karen, Karen by sacrificing himself. 
So, so the was... devil murdered a priest in yes. church. <laughs> yeah. And I think there were two two or three others that he oh, yeah. flat out killed. Yeah, absolutely. There, but others were injured and they all so Karen's mission becomes getting the people out of the church mm-hmm. as Dex and Daredevil are fighting. That fight was so brutal. Oh my god, dude. It was unbelievable. Unbelievably brutal. And it's more brutal than the one that they did at the news station. Oh, and that yeah, was absolutely. horrible. Oh, and only, yeah. only to be outdone by a fight later on. Yes. But uh, yes. we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're fighting on the side. And Karen's like, all right, listen, I'm going to distract him. Because Karen is just the most. Like, she's crazier than Dex. She's crazier than Dex. She, has she got no nothing to lose. for herself whatsoever. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cause a distraction. I'm not gonna like tip something over and make them look. I'm gonna cause a distraction, and you're gonna take these people and you're gonna run out of the church. Yeah. And they're like, okay, Karen, get yourself murdered for us. <laughs> <laughs> the woman wasn't even like, don't, honey. He said your name. She's like, no, 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 I got this. So Karen stands up and she's like, hey, and starts running down the pews. And Dex is like, grabbing everything he can, and she dives behind like so. First, he's throwing like wood at her, like broken wood. He's they broke a statue, throwing a piece of the statue at her, uh, just furiously fast. She gets his attention after Matt beats on him a little more again. Yeah. He grabs a rosary bead, snaps, snaps it. it, takes the beads, and is using those as as ammunition. It was so fucking. He awesome. peppers the beads at glass, and the glass shatters. Unbelievable. Onto her, onto her while she's on the ground trying to dodge and all that. Yeah. It was the stained glass. Yeah, fucking so fucking dude. Dude, it's on. So eventually, they wind up up in the balcony. Yes. Area. Uh, yeah, Karen goes and hides up there first, and so Dex follows her up, and he's like, he's looking for, her. he's checking all the corners and everything. It's really tense. She's hiding. Uh, he eventually is shown like walking past where she just was, and he like looks, but she's not there anymore. Next thing you know, you see Matt go up and him and Matt are fighting. <laughs> Matt. But then but then Dex gets the upper hand and Matt's down and he's like ready for a kill shot. Yeah. And next thing you see is Karen swings a pipe or something and it, it knocks it, him it, off the balcony. It was a long, tall... It was like a flagpole. No, it, I think it was literally one of the things that they carry into the church on oh, like okay. Sunday Mass. Like a cross. A cross on the top Right, of right, it. right. Yo. And she picks it up and just baseball swings into his chest and knocks him off of the balcony onto the floor. Right. She just knocks him right. all the way to the ground. So like 20 yeah. feet? Yeah, yeah maybe. It's, yeah, because it's like in a church, like the balcony okay. where the okay. organist okay. plays or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. 20 feet. So- and he like lands flat on his back. Yeah. Oh, and that's how he gets... That's how he's going to get a reconstructed spine. Uh, <laughs> so. That's... So, so she checks on Matt to make sure he's not dead, but he's unconscious. So she goes to look back over the balcony and Dex is gone. But also the, the shot from that scene is Karen is holding a broken daredevil as the camera pans back and you see the cross behind them. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's... That's the whole thing right there. That like that shot is the whole thing. It looked very similar to where Matt's holding Electra or yeah. Yeah. Daredevil's holding Electra. Right. That panel from the comic books, it mm-hmm. looked like that. After yeah. Bullseye stabbed her. Right. Yes. It looked like that. Because Matt's like in her arms. <laughs> the uh... And that episode ends, but right. 
the beginning of that episode was the was the, was flashback. the flashback to Karen's life. The episode is literally just called Karen, and she was a <sighs> party girl in uh, yeah, she was in college. Um, she was doing coke. She was awesome. Drink. She was selling really, coke really heavily, heavily drinking like Jessica Jones level drinking. Look, no judgment. I don't okay. Drinking alcohol. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but basically, we see how how she got where where she is uh the bad stuff with her family uh her like mom had died mom had died yeah. of cancer i guess yeah and uh the family business was a a, a restaurant that was going down because the area wasn't getting any trap foot traffic from a, a, ski, a resort. ski resort that was closed and yeah. so and the, it, her dad kept making bad financial decisions and so forth her her boyfriend turns out to be a, a, total a drug dealer nozzle. yeah well a drug dealer she already knew that but it turns out to be a total douche nozzle. Yeah. Uh, and it just leads up to a night where her brother, trying to get her away from her boyfriend, sets fire to the the trailer that she and her boyfriend are living in. Her bro- uh, her boyfriend almost kills her brother. She grabs a gun out of her boyfriend's truck and shoots her boyfriend in the just in the like arm. Yeah, yeah it was non fatal, but she shot him. She shot him. Uh, well, because didn't she say that to Wesley? Like, you think I've never shot somebody before? Yes. Yeah. They get in the car. Uh, it, she get her brother. Her boyfriend beat her brother pretty badly with a fucking with bar. Yeah, yeah. They get in in the car and they're just going, and she's freaking out. She's uh, high. She's and high. Drunk. Yeah. Uh, and you know she's like, "Why'd you do that?" And all this stuff. And you know, he I, explains himself minorly I, and I lost mom. I didn't want to lose you too. And then she gets distracted and hits a guardrail, flips the car, brother, kills her brother. Brother's dead. And so that's when the fa- when the father shows up to the crime scene and they're not the crime scene uh, to the accident scene, and he goes into the ambulance and she's like, "Dad, don't go in!" And you, and you hear him scream. That was like that's what I'm saying is the most yeah. unsettling male scream I've ever heard. Because yeah, um, he he doesn't even he doesn't even acknowledge her existence at the at the, the, uh, the accident, accident scene. scene no. He didn't he look he didn't even look at her. Her his son died. He was, yeah, like that's it. He didn't even look at her, and that that was. It was so real, real and emotional and shit like that. And then the the right after that, um, it's she's sitting in the uh, in the restaurant, and her dad's sitting across from her, and he's not looking at her. He's looking out the window, and he's just like, um, "You need to go. I want you to leave. I want you to leave." And she's like, "What? Like you lost mom, you lost your son, but you're casting me out. Like you don't even want me here." And he's just like. Yeah, I want you to go. I, I can't have. I can't you have you here because he's just going to look at her face every day and know that and know yeah. that she was the one that caused all of that. When the shit goes down with Fisk, she calls her dad to see if she can come stay with him. He's like, "It's not a good time. Not a good, the timing wouldn't be good." Yeah, he's literally by himself, but the timing wouldn't be his good. Daughter, for his daughter, his daughter wants to come see him. Because she and she's very emotionally she's saved. crying and yeah. shit. And he's she, yeah, she's like, "I'm in trouble." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's where that's that's how you know where Karen is. Yeah, <laughs> and that I, I, I think that was the best flashback episode that they've done, absolutely for sure. But also because they took half of it instead of the full episode right. to be a flashback. No, yeah, absolutely. Because when you come back, she goes to like her and father have a conversation, and then she goes to that mass. Yeah. So like that's following that, he's like you know he's trying to explain to her like you know people are redeemable this that and the other thing and she's like you don't know and now we know 
what she's telling him he doesn't know. Right. Yeah. And 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 then all of the shit in that church happens. I had to I had to pause it during season two when Ellison first asks Karen to be a reporter because he puts a file down that evidently he said Ben had compiled and it goes so quickly you don't really see mm-hmm. if I pause it and it was the clipping about the accident. Oh shit. So in season one, Ben had researched Karen before working with her wow. and, and knew that she had been responsible for her brother's death. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, I didn't the, even know that. The, at least Daredevil shows deep. <laughs> Holy shit. Deep. <laughs> yeah. The Karen, I need to rewatch all of that. The Karen uh, I, stuff I highly was, recommend it. Was so, it was so heavy. Yeah. It was so emotionally just like, oh, that episode ended and I just felt like such a weight. So I have a question for Andrew, having only seen the first uh, four episodes. What did you think of Sister Maggie? I like I liked her. Yeah, but anything strike you about her? She was kind of a gruff. She was kind of a gruff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I kind of, I mean, she's a nun, so I mean, of course she's going to be matronly. Yeah. And kind of motherly. motherly. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we find out. Uh, we find out about halfway through the season. Uh, Matt hears her praying upstairs while he's working out in the basement. Um, she, you know, prays to God about you know having left Jack, Batlin Jack, and their son. Get the fuck out. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. I got to be honest. I saw it coming from the like. This I had no idea. Book. Yeah, I saw. I it just it seemed she seemed a little too caring too caring even for a nun i didn't even think that i just got okay. like you know i grew up in the yeah the orphanage yeah, yeah. she she raised him as her son yeah, yeah. i'm like and I also it's her son <laughs> well, yeah, i assume like she would have like a motherly instinct over him as right she helped raise him but right jesus yeah and matt finds out he's not happy <laughs> he was not a happy boy yeah <laughs> so so the next episode is, is basically a siege of the, the church by the FBI and yeah. Dex out of the Daredevil costume now. Oh. And there's several moments with Sister Maggie that you think like, oh, this isn't going to go well for her. She Because now, of course, she's been revealed as Matt's mother, so now she has to die. Because she, that's what happens if you're she, anyway related to Murdoch. She fingers yeah. <laughs> Nadim and Dex immediately yeah yeah as knowing something's fucking up yes because they they come in there and they they said that daredevil escaped with karen page right and she and like it, no and then yeah. on, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they say oh no daredevil's still on the premises right and then she's like well no i i saw daredevil leave because she did see dex in the daredevil costume leave leave yeah. the church and now dex is back and then not as daredevil, and then dex was like well, he came back. I saw him come back with my own eyes. He came back to the church. He's here still. Yeah, it's probable cause. He's, he's, on, the, probable he's cause. on the grounds. And she's like, oh. <laughs> oh, it's you? Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like she immediately is like, wait. Sure. And she's not even a detective. <laughs> <laughs> They're eventually able to get uh, Sergeant Mahoney. Uh-huh. Mahoney? Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's yeah. the only non-crooked cop. Right. Right. They're able to, because he's on the he's on the scene, because uh, obviously there's been fatalities and the FBI is trying to claim jurisdiction and everything. They eventually are able to get him to 
take Karen into custody. Dude, the way that they did that was so cool. Yeah. The way yeah. so cool because Dex and and Mahoney are arguing oh, about who has jurisdiction and he's like, it's a murder in New York City. It's the NYPD's job. And he's like, well, the suspect is an FBI. He's like, and when we get there, we'll hand it to you. But right now, she's a suspect in New York City, so we're going to take her. And and, and you, Dex looks at Nadim and he's like, will you fucking do something here? And you... Whoever the actor is for, for Dex is so great because you can tell Dex is like, I'm going to kill this bitch right here in front of God and everyone. Yeah. I feel like it's... because he becomes, he and Fisk, like his relationship with Fisk becomes almost like a father and son. Yeah. He becomes like, he looks at Fisk like his his new North Star. Now that Julie's not in the picture and he doesn't realize Julie's dead yet, but right. he thinks of Fisk as that kind of. He wants, he wants to he perform wants to... well yes. for Fisk. So okay. he is completely. Completely driven, laser focused on hey bullseye uh, on yeah. not not letting her leave because his his objective is to kill her. Yeah, and Nadim goes over to Mahoney's he pulls Mahoney. He's like, "Can I have a word, yeah, detective?" And, just, and, just and, like, Mahoney, and he's like, uh, "Karen Page is not going to leave here alive." Yeah, he's <laughs> like, if, "If you don't take Karen Page, she's going to be murdered here. Uh, you need to get her as far away from us as absolutely." Nadim says, says, says this to him, but he's whispering, and he goes, "You got that?" He's like, "Now say." He's like, "Now say yes." And and storm out of here like we just had an argument. All right, fine. So at least he's like trying to redeem he's, himself. He's okay. dude. He's right. He's doing he's just... small things to just push it off because the only that's the only way he could do it is to just be slightly incompetent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because if he if he's glaringly incompetent or negligent, two fifth he'll just kill. Him. Yeah. Right. So if he just plays it off as oh fuck my bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally plays stupid to to get himself through a little bit, and I was like. I like Nadim. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's just got his back against the wall and that's yeah. all he can do. He's literally doing and so they, they that was the thing too, where they the, so Foggy and them try to get Nadim to uh they want Nadim so to flip. He goes and testifies in front of the grand jury. Uh-huh. And everything seems a okay. If everybody's high fiving. Woo! We know, did it! It's, it's, five, it's the... episode 12 out of 13, so you know this can't be the end. The next episode is just everything's fine. Just hunky-dory, rainbow, <laughs> yeah. sunshine. Um, so Matt hears Quite the, the, the grand jury on the inside. Uh, it's as just, they're deliberating. As they're deliberating. And one of, them one of the jurors up. is saying all of their names and addresses. and addresses. And he's like, I'm so sorry. They told me to say this exactly. I had to, I had to memorize it. And he says all of their names and addresses. And Matt McInerney is like, oh, God, no. He's like, he got the jury. So the jury didn't indict him. Yep. So <laughs> Matt goes on his, well, he's got to die now. Yeah. Ken Pin's got to die. He looks at Foggy and he's like, no, we tried it your fucking way. I got to kill him. I'm going to push this motherfucker down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that leads into the last episode. Wherein? <laughs> uh, probably the... Coolest triple threat. So to get there, no, so Vanessa's just, back. Vanessa comes back. Right. Fist gets Vanessa, and there's a bit of a, a disconnect between the two of them, where oh, she God. feels like she's alone, even when she's with him, because it's all of his stuff. Mm. She's like, and when you don't talk to your people in front of me, I feel like we're separate still. I want to know everything, Wilson. Yeah. She wants to share his life with him. Right. It's and, if, and if that means being a brutal dictator of murderer in the city, well, God damn it, we're going to share that. It's admirable, except for the murder. Right. <laughs> so Wilson goes, you're right. And I uh, have never loved anything. And you're the only thing I've ever loved. So sure. 
uh, brings her down to the room. He brings her down to the to the to the brain center of it, and she orders the murder of Nadine. Nadine. She orders it because Wilson says we'll put him in prison. We'll let him rot. You know, we'll fuck his yeah. head. Yeah, we'll we'll ruin his his like reputation and all yeah, this. We'll discredit. And him she's to, just we'll discredit him to the jury. She, her life <laughs> uh, is is Nadine, <laughs> is Nadine a problem? Yeah. And he goes, yes, Nadine is a problem. Well, we should take care of that problem then. And he goes, <laughs> you're right. And she goes. Order the uh, hit. Order, order the hit on. And, uh, and she or she orders. Yeah. The hit, not him. Jeez. And so his underlings go. Okay. okay. Yes, ma'am. It's so. always great when you can find someone you could share interests with. Yeah. <laughs> Including, but not Sorry. limited to murder. <laughs> Bullseye shows up at Nadim's house. Who shows up? Bullseye. Yeah. Bullseye. But it's Dex. In it's still Daredevil. Okay. Uh-huh. Um and uh, puts a bullet in Nadim's head. <laughs> They kill Nadine. Oh, they do. But it, no, it was it, the way that they did it was great, though, because Nadine's out in his backyard, and Dex is like, "Hey, Ray." The way that they've interacted a hundred times before, and he's like, "And Ray's he, just like, you would have done, you know, you would have done what I did if you were in my situation." He goes, "Yeah, man, I know that's hard. It's really hard. It's really." Hard. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" And they're standing where he, like, he's got to build the pool. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, and then they, they exchange. And by that time, they've actually dug it out. Yeah, it's a hole, there's a yeah. hole in the yard. Huh. And, uh, and you know, he's like, why don't we go inside? And, and he's like, no. He's like, no. No, you can kill me right here. You can do it right here. <laughs> he just knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, I'm I'm glad it was you or something like that. Yeah. So I'm glad it was you. Because he knows he's going to be a great fucking shot. Right. Yeah. He's not going to make him hurt. <laughs> and but then, even so. They have a, a slight... Uh, exchange further than that um and nadim appears to try to go, well, i think i think he, I he think got it he got holstered he, he got, got it unholstered right he got it unholstered, yeah but, you know it didn't matter this is fucking bang, right but, right, yeah. right right here <laughs> like it couldn't where, where bullseye is yeah. it couldn't be more clear of where they placed that bullet it was directly between his eyes and the center of his forehead yeah it was great like the perfect headshot yeah but but Nadim was even saying to Dex, he was like, Fisk is just going to use you until he can't anymore, yeah. and then he's going to kill you. He's like, he's going to throw you away the way he's doing to me. And Dex was like, no, I'm different. I thought he said, no, I'm different. Some, something so, to that like, effect. Yeah. He's like, he th- he thinks he's more special right. for some reason. Yeah. Um. So so Nadim's dead, and uh, you know they they say that it's done and whatever, and they think that they've tied up their loose ends. <laughs> So and they haven't. <laughs> Your kingpin hasn't tied up his loose. Okay, because he still has to deal with Daredevil. Okay. So in the last episode, uh, Foggy is called into the FBI, and of course he thinks it's a death trap, which it could be understandable. Yeah, because Dex is there. Oh, the best thing that Foggy did was as soon as he walked <laughs> up, took a he, selfie. He with took Dex. a fucking selfie with him and posted it on his uh, his campaign page. And he was like, just so you know, all 100,000 of my followers know I'm here. So, uh, where are we talking? If anything, yeah, if anything happens to me. Yeah, that yeah, was great. Uh, so, they have they have uh, Nadim's widow there. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Foggy, she says, I want Foggy as my lawyer. You Because know? he was representing my husband, so I want you know my husband's lawyer. So, the FBI leaves the room. And she writes, they're listening on a pad and then says, you know, uh, my husband told me to do this 
Yeah, on his on tape, his, on a video, on his video, yeah. video he left, and she slides a phone to Foggy. Foggy puts it in his jacket, takes it off, or like, takes out. He's like, "Man, we're gonna figure this all out for you." Yeah, and he takes the phone and he watches it, and it is a it is a video of Nadim in his house prior to Dex's arrival to murder him, dumping every bit of information that he had and he, and announcing it as his dying declaration, dying declaration which legally is a legal yeah, term. It is admissible in court as evidence. So now Foggy has this. And they're like, and no one knows sh- Foggy has it? No. Nobody even knows it exists until Wilson Fisk's wedding at the hotel. But before we get there, <laughs> oh. Derek, so so uh, I can't remember how, how Matt finds out about um, Manning, Felix Manning. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he finds out about this He's fixer. Like He's okay. the, the fixer. Yeah. Uh, and he's able to track him down, beat the shit out of him, make yeah. him think he's gonna die. Good. Hangs him off the side of the building by his leg. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh man. <sighs> so he just beat the shit he, out of him. He ties he ties the rope to his leg. The movie tie rope. Right? Yeah. And and he, oh no 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 not the movie tie. But rope, he yeah. and he yeah. just beats the shit out of him. The guy's like, I'm not telling you anything. He spits out like three of his teeth, and he's just <laughs> bloody. And Matt just, just whack <laughs> whack right in his fucking face. He's like you're gonna talk, or I'm gonna kill you, or you're not gonna talk. And, and I'm, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so you might as well tell me something. And he's like, I'm not telling you anything. And Matt goes, okay. And shoves him off the fucking building. And he falls with all of his weight. And then is caught by his ankle. You just hear crack. Pulls like his hip. Oh. And he screams. And he's just like, okay. But, but, he, but even before that, he said, uh, I'll make it seem like you told me. And then Fisk will just right. kill you. Right, yeah. right, right. So he gives up the beans on uh, Julie. Yeah, uh, as a as a pressure point for Dex, because that's all Matt can think of is like I can't beat this guy. Right, he's got that armor. Yeah, I can't. Oh, he's... right, he's still wearing the Daredevil suit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's got to. So he's got to get it uh, an ace up his sleeve to to beat Dex and and to be Kingpin. And that's to reveal to Dex that Kingpin had Julie killed, so he could use him, and, and he led Dex. Mm-hmm. To her body, yeah. So Dex For finds reason, was storing bodies on ice. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, I can see him doing something. Like yeah. That. So, so he might, Dex, be use, might, might be useful later on. For some yeah, reason. yeah. Dex rips open the plastic, sees somebody, and he's like, "Oh, that's not who I'm looking for." And rips open the other one, and goes, "Oh, that's not who I'm looking for." And then there's one in the corner, and he opens up, and he goes, but that one was just right. Right, right. <laughs> and then you hear that audio yeah. cue. But it was so much louder oh, then. Yeah. And it was so much more frantic. Yeah. And he's like holding his head and just he's going absolutely fucking crazy. Because now he's understanding because Matt was telling him on the phone because he called Dex from Felix Manning's phone. Yes. So Dex answered it. And it's Daredevil on the other end talking to him. And he's like, and he's standing in the middle of the FBI headquarters and he's like, Hey man, where are you? Because Dex is insane. Yeah, and uh, Daredevil like goes and he's like, "Oh man, I wouldn't do that." <laughs> oh, that's yeah, awesome. we could meet up, sure. Like the way that he's yeah. able to like save it yeah. around everybody is just like he's totally fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Matt tells him the address, and then he goes there. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so they Wilson Fisk announces. To, like he brings everybody there and says it's a black tie. Yeah, a there. surprise, a surprise. Event. But it's him getting married to Vanessa. That's the thing. It's a wedding. And um, he calls Dex again, and he's like, uh, you know, I just don't think that it's fair that Wilson Fisk gets you know a happily ever after 
when none of us do. And Dex was like, he, he, he makes <laughs> a lot of sense, this yeah. guy. So Dex shows up to the Dex shows up to the to the wedding in the parking garage. Uh, in the Daredevil costume, in the Daredevil still costume with Julie's with Julie's frozen, body, yeah, in the front seat, and he's, Agent Lim is the guy that's there, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Because he sees the Daredevil, he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "Hey, Lim, good to see you." That's Agent Lim. He's he's one, a, of, he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones, and he's talking to he's talking Julie. To he's, yeah, awesome. And Lim is like. Dex, <laughs> and then uh, he he leaves her there, and then just goes on his whole. Uh, he goes. He Dex goes on and lets him, him go. Uh, no, he, I think he. I think I don't know if he kills them, but I, I think, think he knocks him out. He knocks him out at least. But Dex goes on an absolute rampage. Um, through but, the hotel. Well, so, he's killing guards. Uh, yeah, he's killing guards. Making his way up to Fisk's, Fisk's penthouse. Well, the wedding. Well, he, he makes his way to the oh, wedding. Oh, that's right. Because so at the reception, yeah, everyone's dancing. And then they're, you see people's phones start to light up, light up, and it's the video of Nadim giving his death declaration. Everybody at the wedding receives it on their phone as a video, and, and immediately after that, you see Daredevil. In, sorry, you see Dex Devil. Dex Devil up on stage, grab the microphone. <laughs> he grabs the microphone from the band. He's like, "I just want to say something." <laughs> He's like, "Me and Julie just want to wish you congratulations." Oh, oh shit! <laughs> and then he fucking throws the microphone at Fisk. Yeah, but it is deflected by Matt. By Matt. So now you have a, a triangle situation where Matt wants to kill Fisk, and 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 Dex wants to kill Fisk, but Matt doesn't want Dex to kill Fisk, and also doesn't necessarily want to kill Fisk I himself. Think, I, and Fisk is trying to just yeah. preserve himself right, yes. from the two of so. Every time two of them are fighting, one of them will just bust through the other two. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Dude, it's the greatest it doesn't, setup. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't really hit until they're in the penthouse, right? Yep. And and Fisk tells Vanessa, "Get I, I, this is going down. You need to get the fuck out of here." Yeah. And it it is beyond a, a, any shred the most brutal fight. Yeah. Out of all of the fights that we've seen in all the fucking shows. I don't know how. I, how exactly. That much more brutal. Oh, you have <laughs> you have to watch it. Kingpin is at that moment Kingpin. He's yeah. Got his yeah. You know, and he is not holding back. Yeah. He's he's full blown Kingpin. He's yeah. full blown he's Kingpin. Screaming like and punch. Oh my god. Like the Kingpin we he tackles he Matt through a wall. That's that's the ping ping. That's the yeah, he, we're getting, What you did know? you say, Jordan? He tackles Matt through a wall. Yeah. He tackles Matt through a wall. He on the staircase of the of the um penthouse. He takes Dex from the bottom of it. And throws him up to the through the first landing's yes. glass onto the other side. Yeah. I like that they're showing how freakishly strong Kingpin is. Absolutely, he took a man <laughs> up there <laughs> with enough force to put him through plate glass on the other side and drop him down to the floor. I couldn't do. I couldn't believe it. I yeah, was like, it, holy it, shit! It was so fucking brutal. I like when they show that how strong Kingpin yeah. is. Oh, the, the the somehow the the um one of the chandeliers falls. Dex, he Dex. eyed it. Oh, okay. Earlier in the season, Dex eyes that chandelier. Okay. Oh, didn't he say like a yeah, nice chandelier? He, okay. he fucking he, like they they call to it, yeah. right? It's introduced yeah. in the shotgun in, in Act One. Yeah, like he calls yeah. to that chandelier, and Kingpin had just put Matt through a table, I think. Right. Yeah, Dex is up on the land, and he fucking fires something, 
and hits the thing and drops the chandelier, but they both get out of the way. Matt sees the chandelier. So obviously the, the theme of this season is uh, just spontaneously getting weapons from glass anyway, objects. Yeah. Uh, Matt gets two glass batons yeah. out of the, the chandelier is made up of all these glass yeah, rods. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now he he's starts got using clothes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, it's great. So what happens to Dex is and Dex keeps trying to kill Fisk, uh, Fisk but he also targets Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa, who is also in the room. And that's where Fisk is like, oh no. <laughs> uh and he I don't, did he catch did he catch him? Yeah, he, he fucking Dex. Dex dove at him and he caught him across his chest. Straight and... up caught like a two hundred pound. Matt! We don't want to spoil the ending for you, even though we spoiled everything else. So make sure you tune in on Netflix to watch the final season of Daredevil. Because as of today, it was canceled by Netflix. So you could probably find it in the future on Disney's upcoming streaming service, Disney+. Plus. How did you feel about Daredevil Season 3 overall? Did you like it as much as we did? Were you drawn in by the emotional pull? Did you learn to hate Wilson Fisk like me? Let us know. You can find us on Twitter at PopCannonPod. You can find us on YouTube at PopCannonPodcast. Don't forget that K. You can find this podcast across all of your favorite podcast platforms. Just search PopCannonPod. And if you can't find it, let us know and we'll get on your favorite service for you. We've done it before, and if you like, you could follow us individually. I, Robert, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Jordan can be found on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. You can follow Andrew on Instagram at AndroidSkeleton and on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red. And I was trying to follow Brian earlier. But I saw him wearing a red helmet and costume, and he was headed into a church. And then I heard the screams. And then the police showed up. They all died. And they said he got away. I don't feel safe anymore. Don't try to follow Brian. People die. Thanks for listening. Tune in to our next episode. (laughs)